Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. I have a packed show for you today. We have Redskins rookie linebacker Cole Holcomb explaining his Rob Ryan skit during the rookie skit night. Also, how Holcomb went from a college walk-on to an NFL draft pick. We also have Trevor Maddich, former Redskin, now an analyst with ESPN and NBC Sports Washington, and former NFL coach Mark Tressman, who has been in the Redskins camp for a couple days. But first, my interview with Cole Holcomb. First thing I've got to ask you is the whole Rob Ryan impression. And I know you talked a little bit about the other day, but like, how? first of all, how much fun was that? So, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of getting up in front of people. So the whole time I was probably pretty nervous getting up in front of the whole <laughs> team having to do that. And, you know, you want to you wanna do your – I'm super competitive, so I want to do well. And I just try to keep it short and sweet. A couple stories, you know, guys, all the guys that the guys could relate to. So I just had to keep it because there's there's so much material on Rob. He's, he's just <laughs> such a great dude. I wanted to keep going, but you know there were certain things you know maybe might, some people might not get. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep it short. I'm gonna keep it sweet. Get the mannerisms down. Get the look down. Got the, the look down nailed. <laughs> it, it just now with the look. Is it just a matter of saying, oh, I need another pillow? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was I had one in there and I was looking at myself in the mirror. I was like, nah, this ain't big enough. <laughs> I had to stuff another one in there. Where'd you get the wig? Amazon, man. You can get anything on Amazon. I got the Amazon, the wig and the goatee on Amazon. So when did you order that? If you're, you know, did you know, like, when you, that that's what you were going to do? Yeah, yeah. I've known I was going to do Rob probably since. Since you got here? <laughs> yeah. They, they kind of let us know, like, hey, you're going to do a rookie skit. So I started thinking. And at Carolina, when we did our, like, the freshman skits, we always made fun of the coaches. So I was like, I had, I got to, nobody's done it yet, so I kind of got to. I got to get one of them, and I knew Rob would be a good sport about it. So, did he, what did he say to you afterwards? Nailed it. <laughs> he said you really nailed it. You did a better me than I can do. How so. many f bombs did you have to drop to nail it? <laughs> a lot, <laughs> a lot. There's gonna be a lot of expletives in that in that, uh, in that skit. That was when you if you get nervous, instead of you know maybe saying like um or you just gotta throw that up, <laughs> throw that in there, and you'll be good. So you don't like to get up in front and talk in front of people. Why not? Just something I've never, I've just kind of been more of a guy that just stays back, you know, let's, it's just kind of the type of person I am. Like, I let, uh, not a big, like, oh, we need to have a meeting and, like, okay. we got to get things right, but I'll, I'm not afraid to, like, call people out and I think when it needs to happen. And that's just never been me, I guess. And that's why I wonder, because, like, you're in a position where, because you're working both linebacker spots, right? Yeah. So you may have to be in that more prominent role where you have to get up in front of guys and do things. Is that something you want to work on, or is that something or is that something you're more comfortable with out there? Well, it's, it's weird because out there I'm fine with it. Okay. I did it at Carolina. You know, like, that's where I was going to go with it. Like, on the field, though, I'm the guy that everybody's looking to. Like, hey, man, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. What's happening here? What are you seeing out there that we don't – that we might not be seeing? Hey, man, I forgot a call. What's this? What's that? That was my role at Carolina. So, coming here, they're like, hey, man – Go try Mike out, see if you can call the plays. And just got, with Mike, you just got to be vocal. You just got to be loud. You, which I'm totally fine doing on the field. Do you, what, do you have a preference for which linebacker spot? or do you? No, I mean, I like them both. Just, I mean, most guys just want to be on the field. So. Yeah, no, I was about to say. <laughs> do you feel comfortable calling the plays already? Yeah, no, I feel pretty confident. Um, 
still a couple things you got to work on. Got to keep getting better. Can always get better at it. One of the things Jay said the other day is that he goes, he'll come here early in the morning, and you're already here watching film. Yeah, or, so we're at the no, hotel. Okay, I mean, it's at the hotel, hotel okay. and we have meetings. That's where we have our meetings at. So I like to get, I like to get up or like meetings will be around seven fifteen start. You know, so I get up around six. Breakfast doesn't start till about six forty-five, seven o'clock in the first place. So I just go down. They got a big table down there. Just go down there. I like to get a cup of coffee in the morning, so it just allows me to get down there. You know, quiet time, alone time. Can think about things how I want to think about them, and just you know, run myself through some plays, run myself through the last so practice. You're, you're maybe going, an install. You're going over film over the practices and all that. I go over everything. We'll okay. go over install, watch some film on the preseason games. You know, watch, watch everything. I want go go back over the installs that we might have put in, and then watch some film, or go over the installs that are going to be put in, watch some more film on that. Hey, this is what we want to do for Cleveland. Watch some film on Cleveland. Hey, we got we use a Cincy next. We're going to watch some film on Cincy. Things like that. So. How many times have been when you come out here and practice? There are times where it looks like you're filming the hole pretty fast which tells me that you're seeing something right away. So how many times have there been where you're sitting there 6 a.m. and you come out here at 9.45 or whatever and you see something, hey, I saw this today. I mean, you may not. Yeah, like that's it. that's how it helps, okay. though. But that's Watching the film, you see tendencies. You see what offenses are going to do. But you also, it's also a mental rep. So the more film you watch, it's not, it's not necessarily like, hey, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a tendency out of this. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to look at this like put myself in a, in a rep right now. You know what I'm saying? So it goes both ways. Is that how, is that how you always were even at Carolina watching yeah, the film? Absolutely. That's kind of how, I mean, how I got my opportunity yeah. was when I, mean, I first asked, got there. Yeah. Some little walk-on. Yeah, that's what I was like, going to ask. Yeah. They were like kind of had me written off. And all I did was just watch film that whole spring. It's all like the coaches came in, they installed. I watched a bunch of films, study my playbook super hard. I was always, they had to come and tell me, hey man, we need our starters to answer these questions. I need you to just, we know you know it. Really? Just be quiet in the back. Really? They would tell <laughs> you that? Yeah, and then and then, um, one scrimmage, guy went down, I just ran in. Did they None tell the you coaches, to go in? No, 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 absolutely not. So that's, you, your start just became, hey, you see the opportunity? Oh, absolutely. Do. I went out there and made like six plays in a row, and they were like, okay. Cole's number two. I'm like number five, fifth string, the second string. When did they realize you were out there making those plays? Did they? Did, they, did anybody try to come in, or did you just like on that film that day? They were like, "Hey, who's who's?" At the time, I think it was 34. <laughs> you know, like, who's 34 out there? And they were like, "I think that's Holcomb." So that's just how it started. And then that was like the Tuesday before a scrimmage, and then that next our our spring game it was the Tuesday before our spring game. And they said, "Hey, man, Cole's going to take the two reps in the spring game." Let's see how he does. And did really well in the spring game. And you started the next year. Yeah. Right? Well, my retro freshman year, I was second string. Okay. And started. I played all on special teams and did all that. And then right. my sophomore year is when I got my start. Okay. Okay. So, do you see any sort of similarities between what you had to go through to get here? I know you're you're the draft pick, so it's not like you're a walk on per se. But you know, combine stuff and you know, to get here. Do you see any sort of similarities between you know with how you're starting, or are you starting in a better spot here? No. They never. They haven't, they haven't given me anything. They're not. They're not. They straight up said you're gonna have to earn everything you get, and you know, it's just another opportunity for me to come out there and get on the field. I'm gonna take every opportunity I can, and make the most of it. I'm gonna get on the field, however, whatever, 
whatever I got to do. If it's going to have to be all special teams, then that's the way it's going to be. But if they want, if I'm going to start, I'm going to start. I'm going to go play the best, be the best linebacker I can be. Whatever my role is this year, just know I'm going to, I'm going to do it the best of my abilities. Do you do you wear guys out with questions? Do you are you that kind of guy too? Uh, I don't necessarily like. Uh, I mean, if I don't understand something, I'm not afraid to go ask and, and raise my hand if I if I don't understand it. But for the most part, I'll kind of just I'm just, I'll go watch back. My thing is I get to the film and hit my questions then, and then I okay. go and ask them in the next meeting. But not everybody knows how to watch film right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I've Absolutely. talked to a lot of guys over the years that like they're watching. It's like but they don't know what they're watching until later. But it seems like it maybe clicked for you early on. Why is that? I'd say because my coaches at Carolina taught me a lot of schemes. Okay. They taught me concepts. So, you know, when coaches, when they come out here and say, hey, we're playing cover three, I'm – I can picture cover three in my head, and I know how cover three is supposed to be worked, how it's supposed right. to be played. Every team might have their little nuances that they want of this certain concept, but for the most part, it's the same under four deep, you know, like right, right. concepts. So I, I understand concepts like that, so I can see and see how the concepts okay. play out, and if something doesn't look right, that's when I ask. And I'm like, okay, okay that's their, that might be their right. wrinkle in, in this in this coverage that they want. So that's just kind of how I watch the film. Do you watch any linebackers in particular? You're a Carolina guy. I mean, Keekley's down there. He's phenomenal. Keekley was a guy that I watched a lot of film on, and I would say Levante. Levante oh, David. Levante but, David, yeah. David yeah. Uh, my coach was his – my coach and D coordinator were his uh, position coach and D coordinator. And Mike Eckler was big on watching NFL film, okay. watching guys, you know, obviously you want to get to that level. Let's watch guys that are in it, that are doing it. And – for him, he always told me, hey, I want you to watch Levante. I want you to watch Levante. What'd you learn? That man is shifty. <laughs> he's, he's quick, and he's good. he's good with his hands. He's fast on his feet. He's really good at setting blocks up, and he's really good at moving in tight spaces and getting through things. He's a smart, very smart player. I got the opportunity to meet him. Oh, did you? Down in, I was training at XPE, which is where he trained as well, and he came down there for a little bit, cut it up with him for a little bit, and got to talk to him and pick his brain. So, What do you feel you've been able to show out here? Because you look pretty good at times like from the naked eye over here, but what do you Yeah. Uh, biggest thing, you know, I mean, everybody said, hey, there's two things. A lot of things that they said, hey, you can't play in a 3-4. I'm in a 3-4 right that's now. Is that so. what you heard? Yes, yeah, apparently that's what, that, was the, that was the thing. So they were like, yeah, he's not going to fit well in a 3-4. I think I fit pretty well. I, why, I enjoy why it. Why was that? Because it seems like you I have... Just played, I played in a 4-3 in college, but so they just didn't assume. your dimensions assume. and your speed seem to be, it would be a... Absolutely. Good fit. I mean, people just don't want to assume things. Assume, <laughs> I, guess, assume, I guess. I guess. But uh, that and then just, and then it also probably ventured from, people thought I didn't use my hands very well. Like, oh, he doesn't he doesn't finish blocks, doesn't finish getting off blocks, things like that. So, How serious is this interview? <laughs> it's very serious. It is? Gotten to, gotten to the bottom of some stuff. Yeah. So I got into the elevator this morning with oh, a, a, a cute blonde. <laughs> Turns out it's his girlfriend. She thought I was just a fan coming out for fan day. Didn't know it was me, so that's <laughs> good. There you go. That's trust play. Right. <laughs> that's, that's funny. No, it was hilarious. She had no idea. And she saw him out here and was like, <laughs> she felt she's, she's that's, pretty dumb. That's, 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 that's kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Well, you might, do you have, like, if you're doing the Rob Ryan stuff, you know you want to get in front of people. Do you have, like, a good sense of humor that, like, because that's clearly a funny thing. Absolutely. No, I mean, now listen, I, I love, I love having fun while you're working. I think, I think that's what, that's what made me like Mike Eckler, my position coach, and that's why I love Rob. Because it's not, we're working. When we're here, we're working hard. We're going to get our stuff in, but 
you can have fun. We're doing the greatest sport on earth. Like, yeah. This is football. We love yeah. this. We love this stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, so we're excited and we just, you know, put some more work. Cool. Awesome, man. I appreciate yeah. it. After this break, Trevor Maddich and I will talk about the Redskins offensive line, what he thinks of rookie guard Wes Martin, and what player did he mention when talking about Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen. Welcome back. Now here's Trevor Maddich on the Redskins offensive line. What have you been able to see so far, Trevor, with, with what you've been able to, when you're watching out here? Well, I think it's good that there's two experienced quarterbacks that compete for the starting job. Yeah. So Dwayne Haskins can come along at his pace and not be forced into bad habits because he has to play before he's ready. I think the left tackle position, until Donald Penn showed up, was nightmarish. Yes. And if Trent Williams doesn't come back, the way it looks right now, Donald Penn is taking good pass sets. Okay. He's enormous. He is big. His legs are still a few weeks away from being in NFL shape to be able to maintain those sets and keep his knee bend and things like that. But he's the only one that's lining up at that position right now that I have any faith in when the season starts that they could play with. Now, I hope I'm wrong. I hope right. Jerron Christian uh, is able to, you know, c come back and, and be ready. But uh, it's really encouraging that Penn is here. And what, what have you have you seen? Have you been able to form an impression of Christian in limited time so far? When Christian came in last year, he didn't have the functional strength to compete right. at this level, and he really needed a full year in an NFL weight room. Problem was, he hurt his knee, and so instead of building strength from the very beginning, he's been rehabbing. Right now, it's possible that his technique has improve to compensate for a lack of functional strength and he'll be able to be effective. I hope that's the case. Right. But really he does need that year or two in, in this right weight room in order to fully be ready to maximize his skills because he is very fluid, he's very mobile, and when he adds strength to that he has a chance to be a very good tackle. It just remains to be seen if he's ready to put those things together now. You have flowers going inside the guard and it's, you know, um, how tough a move is that and any early thoughts on that? Well, the problem with Flowers at tackle is that he's, he rises straight out of his stance yeah. up and he, his footwork is sluggish. The problem with him at guard is that he rises straight up out of his stance and his footwork is sluggish. <laughs> yes. But there's less space to have to cover in there. Right. I'm really encouraged by Wes Martin, rookie draft choice out of Indiana. Yeah, I was going to ask you about him. Yeah, he, he's looking like he belongs. And he's very strong. I mean, he's a beast he in terms strong. of strength. I've seen him pull and turn up and block linebackers in the hole on the opposite side of the line, which is good because he didn't do a whole lot of that in Indiana that right. I saw in the games that I watched. So I, I really believe that if he continues to progress, we'll have a solid left guard to match Brandon Sheriff at right. And when you say he looks like he belongs, what, what is it, in addition to what you just said, is there anything else that you see that like tells you that right away? He doesn't get pushed around. Okay. And he's playing against uh, a, some defensive linemen that are really as a group as good as there is in the league. Yeah. And he's holding his own, and he's more than holding his own. And you saw that in college. You watched tape of him in Indiana. He's playing Ohio State, Michigan, mm -hmm. Michigan State. Teams that had a defensive linemen that would go on to be high draft choices. And he wasn't just hanging in there. He was competing and winning. 
his share of those battles and it has carried over into this training camp so far now once again when they go full pads and everything is live then we'll see right but the thing I look for as an offensive lineman is first of all how are, how are your initial sets when you when you set up in a pass set, you take your initial steps on the run you're not being opposed are you doing that the right way then the defense will start to break you down but once that happens are you strong enough and do you have enough balance that they break you down slowly and you're breaking them down at the same time right now if you're in those positions then you're in position to take the next step when it is full pads and everything is live and it's full hitting at least now you're in position right right other guys they're not in position when it's shorts and shoulder pads right. or shells. Which is never a good sign. No, because then if they can't be in the right position here without full pads, how in the world is that going to happen when they get hit in the mouth? And that, that really concerns me. Uh, so Wes Martin is doing all those things now at the level of intensity that he's being act, asked to perform at. When, if you know, because obviously we don't know what's going to happen with Trent. If he's not here, obviously we can see the talent. From your perspective, what are some of the little things that people maybe don't talk about enough if they don't have them, this is what they miss? If they don't have them, they miss a guy that can take on the best pass rushers in the league one-on-one. -on -one. That means that they have to either throw shorter passes or they need to allocate a, a running back or a tight end to help them. But then that running back or tight end is not helping somebody else and they're not releasing immediately into the pattern. So he, he enables everybody else to do things because of what he can handle on his own without help also in terms of screen passes and and pulling and, and running and throwing a block out in space there's not a better left tackle in the league at that and, and so it changes what they're able to do in space because they won't have trent out in front right right huge difference. anybody else it'll take a lot longer to get out there which closes the window of opportunity a lot of the time and so that's a big deal it also means though the play action pass will be that much more uh, important and it's one of the reasons I think Donald Penn if he's able to win the job right. uh, is good because what he is at his best is a mauler yes he is and if Wes Martin continues to develop at left guard then you've got a left side that can push people around on the run then you've got play action pass then pass protection is not nearly as uh, problematic last one defensive line you brought it up from again what what makes them such a good group well they're explosive. They push the pile, they get penetration. Even Matt Ioannidis, who's not necessarily known as maybe the most explosive guy in the world, is still able to push the pile back into the quarterback's face so he can't step up, and the edge rushers have a lot more opportunities. Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen can push the pile, but they also are explosive getting into those gaps, turning a blocker, and getting penetration inside. The guy that people talk about all the time is a defensive tackle for the Rams, Aaron Donald. Yep. And they've got two guys on this roster right now that have that kind of disruption. Now, they're not Aaron Donald, not right. yet, but they are at a very, very, very high level and pose some of the same problems, not one guy, but two. And when you put them all together, who do you block? Who do you double team? Who do you slide to? Because you're always going to leave somebody on the backside one-on-one -on -one with, a, with a defensive lineman that can beat him one-on-one. -on -one. And, that's, and that's part of the reason this defensive line is so phenomenal. After this break, former NFL coach Mark Tressman, now a head coach and general manager of Tampa Bay in the XFL, will join me to talk about quarterback play in the NFL, as well as offensive innovations. Welcome back. Now here's my conversation with Mark Tressman.
you know, you've been here a couple days now. Yeah. So I'm just curious what you've seen from the Redskins. Oh, I, you know, I'm just watching, just watching in general. You know, I know the quarterbacks that are here and that are going to be here. So I spend more time. You know, Woodrum's here. Yeah. You know, and I wanted to just look and see him in person. I didn't get a lot of reps, but it was good to, good to see him in person. And, you know, just watching in general the guys that, uh, you know, that are on the bubble type of guys. That's why I'm really here. And that's what you just, just, just to see, just yeah. in case. And That's you're talking to people here. And, you know, they've got a, you know, they, they've got a, a, a good quality roster mm-hmm. right now. Not everybody's going to make this team, obviously. So, you know, to get a little insight and see these guys up close, that's really the reason I'm here. In general, for like a quarterback, I just want to speak in general because okay. like they have a rookie quarterback. Yep. And how tough is it? What, are, what, are, what, in your opinion, what's the hardest thing to get used to for a rookie? Oh, quarterback? that's such a such a loaded question. It is, yeah. I mean, it's the pace. It's the it's the daily work. It's the it's the time on task on. On, on learning the game at this level, learning a new system and the verbiage. And I'm sure they spent a lot of time through OTAs. And sure. So he should be in a pretty good place. And he really seems like a diligent guy. He's got great demeanor out here. Yeah. Uh, he seems to be on top of things. I mean, the things that I see, I don't see him asking for the play twice or, okay. you know, doing those type of things. I and, mean, you know, I, I think it's just a process each and every day of growing and learning from mistakes and learning from others, uh, others, other quarterbacks, what they do well and what they've, what they what they haven't done so well so but it's a it's a grind for a young guy there's a lot going on and it happens very fast it does and obviously like i you know i don't want to speak directly to him because i know you have you know may want to say it but like that's but in general because it is not an easy transition when you have coming from college and you're learning an offense you're learning the nfl right you're learning an nfl defense right you know how hard well i guess it depends on the person but to to learn a defense how important is that to get that pre-snap it all depends on how it's how it's you know there there are plays in an offense where the coverage doesn't matter, it's right. progression. Okay. There are other plays, and again, now I'm getting technical, yes, but yeah, that's there right. are plays where we've got to know where the free safety is, or we've got to redirect the, the line to a, a potential blitz. You know, it's tough enough just to get to get the snap count. You know, because there's yes. so much going, and I don't mean that. No, I know. You know it's it's a very, yeah. but you know, to, to draft a quarterback in the first round, it's out. I mean, this they are heavily vetted on all those issues and how they can right. handle all yes. those different things. And then whatever their plan is for them, you know, is their plan that they see that he could be a guy that could start early, or he's right. a guy I, I know, and I don't know. This. No, and I, yeah, and I, like I said, speaking I, very general. Very general. I mean, but to draft a quarterback in the first round, the vetting has been, you know, off the charts. Yes. You know, because that's the biggest decision you make in your organization is when you draft a, a quarterback, particularly in the first round. If he's 199, right. you know, it doesn't. But 199 could be the guy, and we all know that. So. Um, you know, really, I, I don't know if I can help you anymore. Than no, no, it's fine. Because like I said, I just want, you know, I've talked to a lot of people about Dwayne. I'm, you've been around for a while, yes. so I, I'm interested in that. Yeah. Also, I think ahead. I think you have to know coming in that you're going to be able to sit in a meeting room mm-hmm. and there's going to be a guy sitting in there who loves football mm-hmm. and wants to be coached right. and wants to be great. And he has to know that you've walked in there knowing how to get that done and willing to accept that challenge on a daily basis with great energy and enthusiasm. And that's a key for like pretty much any profession, but you get that there and you combine with right. talent. That's right, because the most important marriage in all of sports is that between a right. quarterback and his coach. There right. is nothing in any sport that's more important than that. Um, last one, how are you, first of all, how are you enjoying your I'm life? loving it. I feel very fortunate to have the opportunity. Um, it's, it's been a privilege to, you know, Oliver called me uh, mm-hmm. early winter and wanted me to be a part of this new league and it's a startup we're basically in the garage working our way out and i think they're they're being very fiscal they're being doing things first class but very fiscally responsible 
we've got a whole year to amp it up. I mean, there's no money coming in, but there's full staffs being paid and support staff and personnel departments. And it's times eight because Vince McMahon right. is fitting the bill on everything. So, um, but uh, there's a lot of hope here and, it's, and hopefully it'll be a league where guys can continue playing the game they love. I don't look at it as developing or competing with the NFL. I look at it as an opportunity for guys who are hungry and love football, who have persevered mm -hmm. and resilient. Very similar to the CFL, the guys sure. who love the CFL, that we can put a, a product on the field, that we can play efficient, good football. I think the Alliance showed us that. And, you know, a father and his wife and two kids can go to a game right. and afford it. Right, which you is know? a big deal. And, and, and in Tampa, I think in Florida and other places, there'll be people who want to do that as long as we can put out efficient, clean football. Last one, what's the biggest change you've seen in the offensive football in your time in this league? And um, You know, I, I see, I don't see a lot of change, quite okay. frankly. I mean, that we you know, since since I would you know 2014, 13, right. 14, I'm seeing the same same okay. things. I really am. Um, more teams are jet sweeping. Right. I think there's more jet sweep and reverses, quick screen. But when I watch our tape, like right now, I'm putting you know I've looked at all the NFL from last year. It's very similar. You know, I think teams are just getting better at doing okay. doing those things, and you know everything goes full cycle. It does. It there's, does. There's really not much. That's truly nuance. That's my opinion. I, and I haven't seen every team. Right. And uh, there's always going to be new ideas, but the bulk of it is is the the recycling of things. Well, it's, it's funny because you start to see some stuff that was maybe used by Coriel way back in the no 60s. Doubt. So no it's like doubt. it's just it's a modernized yes version of yes. what was run for a long yes, time. Yes, like maybe maybe and we had it in Elshon Jeffrey. We had a reverse guy and a a jet sweep yeah. guy. Well, I think everybody is going to have to draft somebody who's going to have to have a legi legitimate receiver can run the jet sweep yeah. Yeah. and be a, be an up the field receiver as well. So that's a little bit part of it. But that's what I'm seeing is the over the top reverse play action stuff. There's been more nuance to okay. that. Um, but there was still ten years ago they were still they were still doing it. Everybody just kind of does their research, R&D, yes, and yeah. then they make it their own. Yeah. They, they, teach they it. do. That's what they do. That's all we have. Thank you to Cole Holcomb, Trevor Maddich, and Mark Tressman for joining me. And as always, thank you for listening. Until next time, we'll talk to you later.